Welcome to the most requested podcast. All right, y'all, we got special guest Akila Marie, vegan, plant-based goddess, health and wellness coach. She'll be helping us learn how to live a better lifestyle. Subscribe on Spotify at WildCloud Podcast, hashtag follow the cloud. definitely appreciate you enlightening the community you know, all you that you do so um we're gonna go ahead and get into it so oh, hold on um, a second uh you didn't bring any vegan tacos uh, <laughs> yeah i saw you i saw you whipping up the guac look today was actually a struggle getting up out of the house and i had packed my whole little goodie bag and uh, left it i left my wallet at home everything so oh let's see uh, we, we all <laughs> so you guys had me ready with okay. the snacks he was already telling me how much of a challenge it was to shop vegan today, but y'all, he did good. He got me some fresh fruit. We got some raspberries, some blackberries, some strawberries here, some some almonds, mm, and some I chips and salsa, almonds. and some water. So, oh, we also got some kiwis here. So he did good job. Yes, oh, okay. you should have. Y'all should have saw me in that grocery. <laughs> I spent. You heard she only named six things. It took me forty five minutes to get just <laughs> this little stuff because I'm looking at the back of the labels. I'm like, flour? No, can't have flour. Yeah. Look at that. I see wheat, all of it. You know, I'm uh, like, yeah, I'm sure. I don't even know. I don't you know. know. Some almonds I'm and just water. gonna get stuff go. that I know that <laughs> it's, she can't have. Like wheat, gotta be bread. She not doing that. <laughs> Flour, uh, no, not doing that. Sugar, now. So I just well, ran I with what you, I knew. I think you did pretty good. I yeah, think I did, did too. Pretty I was happy. For this, for this to be your first time shopping for me, I'm like, you did good. Yes. Awesome. You, you tell see, me. You see, I've been over here. She has. <laughs> and Brittany ain't no shot to no fork. No, she has. All the time. I'm like a fat girl trapped in a skinny girl. I always have been. I eat. <laughs> yeah, eat, eat, eat. Well, that's awesome, man. Let's let's, let's jump into uh, Mr. Wintour. Okay, so um, Brittany, I just want you. Well, Akila, see, see how it just slips mm. off my mm. tongue. Well, let's just talk about that. Let's, okay. Let, let's talk so, um, about the name. All right. So who is um who is Akila, and what is the the meaning and the reason behind the new name? All right. So first and foremost. Brittany is my given name. So that's the name that my parents gave me when I was born. Now, when I was probably around 11 or 12, I had met my mom's father for the first time. So my grandfather, um, he is very much, well, he was very much a very interesting character. He had locks. Um, he was very much into this alternative lifestyle. And so when I met him, I was like super fascinated with this guy. He taught me little small things. And then he would always like, tell me like don't drink that kind of juice girl they they use beetles to color the juice like stop <laughs> drinking that bug juice yeah. and he just used to tell me things he would have me reading food labels and i was just at 11 just really didn't understand what he was talking about but nonetheless um maybe about a year or two after meeting him for the first time he wrote me a letter and in this letter he sent me a list of all of these different like indigenous names and he said you need to pick a new name for yourself that reflects like your true identity like your your indigenous nature your history because Brittany ain't it you know that that's some Europeanized name you know Mm. so as I went through this list I chose Akila now Akila is Swahili 
and it means wise and intelligent woman. And so I picked that name and I kind of just put it in my pocket and just held on to it for a long time. Now, mind you, I was only like probably 13, 14 at the time. I didn't do anything with this name. It's just always kind of set in the back of my pocket. Now, fast forward to when I turned maybe about 23 or 24, that's really when my spiritual journey started. And I had, you know, just started thinking about going fully plant-based vegan, hair and everything. And so one day I was just like, Kayla, like, I think that name is starting to like ring a bell now. Okay. And someone was telling me that I should like start a YouTube channel and all these different things. And then I just kind of got the inspiration to call it Awakening Akila. Like this is me awakening this, this higher version of myself. And so that's kind of how Akila and Awakening Akila, the whole movement just kind of started. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah. See, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I've been known as Akila, man, since I was probably seven, eight years old. And wow. Okay. I never even knew she had this name in her pocket at the age of 14. You didn't yeah. even come about. Yeah, it we, I had no idea. So yeah. she held on to the name for 10 years, 10, 12 years yeah. before she, she even released out. it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. That's all right. That's, yes. that's, that's nice. I like how that whole Awakening Aquila came to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. And where, you like your logo. You got uh, So actually, um, I designed my logo myself. Right. Um, I, I like was kind of just thinking like, okay, Awakening. Like what, what connects with awakening? A sun, like, you yeah. know, and then I'm also a Leo. So that's my sun sign. So just thinking about all of these different things that just fit perfectly into my logo, me just being the sun, um, awakening myself, you know, rising to being this, you know, this multiple new version meaning. of myself. Yeah, it's multiple meaning. So I just was like, this is it. Like, this is how it's supposed to be. This is, this mm. is the movement. That's nice. Well, I love it. The logo is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. For sure. And um, in connection with that, so we can dwell on, go on to saying how you transitioned into becoming vegan. And I want you to actually go into elaborating on how you grew up as Brittany <laughs> in connection. Because I was there. Okay. So, <laughs> in connection with how you became Akila. Hey, hey, hey now, don't get nothing on you. Gotcha. Like, even if you got to talk about it, because I know your mom can cook. So, if right. you, if you put in the seasonings and how you get I butchered up the words, so yeah. we're going to just cut that out. That's all right. Yeah, that's, well, I like that. That's, that's improv. I like it. Keep that improv going. All right. So, real first things first, you know, I grew up in a household where nobody in the vicinity was an avid fruit or vegetable eater. Um, most of my exposure to fresh fruits and vegetables came from being out and about or, you know, like when I was in daycare as a young child, like my mom said I was exposed to things through there, but in her home, my mom didn't really like many vegetables at all. If it wasn't spinach, Mm. and she liked canned spinach of all things. If it wasn't corn, canned spinach, potatoes, you know, green beans, that was about it. She didn't even like greens. I actually had to hit my own mama to call Wow, really? So it was like... No no salads and not really hmm. now my mom cooked every day she cooked every day and still does faithfully yes. but we weren't eating tons of fresh fruits and vegetables it just wasn't what we were doing now i also did grow up in a multi-generational household so i had my grandmother there as well okay and you know she did kind of expose me to things and she would buy me things that i wanted mm-hmm. but with my mom my mom wasn't buying broccoli she wasn't buying carrots that kind of stuff so 
I thought Growing we were doing up. it with the chopped broccoli. You right. Know, frozen chopped broccoli. <laughs> no. You didn't get none of that. She wasn't giving us none of that. Okay. Um, we were just, like I said, if it wasn't green beans, and, and all of these are canned. Like, she didn't, my mom rarely cooks with fresh vegetables because she just wasn't exposed to it. Okay, um, so just growing so, up, she's So probably... just growing up, this is just all she knew, so this is what she just continued to do. Okay. Now, once I decided that I was ready to transition to being plant-based, this happened probably around 2009, like I was a sophomore in college. I was going through a lot of health challenges. Um, I was the heaviest I'd ever been. I was, and I'm, I'm, I've always been a small girl. Okay. But I was like, my normal weight is like 120, 125. I was 140. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So I, I was so a little, was, I was a little thick. So you because of the eating? Yeah, it was the eating. Was... Like, <laughs> <laughs> thinking that what I was cooking was healthy. I was, I thought that I was really doing something by buying those smart, you know, lean meals, all the frozen stuff. Yeah. That stuff is super processed and it's full of so much sodium and yeah. chemicals. Definitely um, is. I, I could like I'm gonna just be honest with y'all. I was suffering from extreme constipation, so I was only having like one bowel movement a week. Okay. Which wow. is terrible. That's why I was about a sound about a parasite being released. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, this. that was when I was doing my, <laughs> my most recent juice fast. Ooh, alright. Um, but yeah, so I, I couldn't go to the bathroom on my own. Okay. So I was constantly bloated, gassy. Um, I was constantly having reproductive, like women problems. Yeah. Um, in that area, I had gained weight, acne. I was on hormones, like birth control, so that had things all kind of just imbalanced. Wow, that's like, a lot I was, on the body. Like I was just dealing with so much, and then I was super stressed because I was a full time student working two jobs, and I was in a relationship with somebody who really was putting me through a bunch of bullcrap. Okay. So. <laughs> All of that stuff was like really taking a toll on me. And that was like when I first started realizing that health is holistic. Yeah. So not only do I have to get my mental right, but I get my body right as well. Really have that connecting. Yes. Yeah. So I had to do a whole purge. I had to purge, detox, do the colon cleanse, all of that, right. and release that relationship as well. And True. so once I started doing all of those things, my body started responding like I lost like weight like that I lost all that weight super fast yeah and at the time I wasn't fully plant-based okay but that was just the beginning because I didn't know I didn't know what I was doing I was just on Google like look what causes this okay they say that it's this food so I'm gonna just stop eating that okay so I kind of went on like a keto diet but I didn't even know that I was doing keto I was just really trying to just eliminate cheese uh wheat how long did yeast. that I did it for two months Two months for that to start. That's how you started. That's off? how I started. Okay. Okay. And then after I did that for about two months and, and got myself together, mm-hmm. I was so like just amazed by the results that I just kept going. So I just continued to study. I continued to practice, uh, to practice, and then eventually I realized it was a passion and that I wasn't addicted because I thought I was addicted because I was spending like every spare moment researching stockpiling information <laughs> like I literally was like a little walking computer full of little stuff in my head about anything relating to health I but I realized I like I had truly awakened a, a passion of mine and so just fast forward through the years I continued to study I started tapping into something called Ayurveda uh, which is uh, an ancient Hindu system that is holistic and it teaches you how to heal the mind and the body to keep yourself balanced Really? So I started Very studying that. Um, I eventually got my certification as a holistic health and wellness coach. Now, how um, long have you been uh, uh, certified? I had to... Shit, damn. Now, <laughs> <laughs> when I, you caught me, that's a good question. How It's probably been maybe about four years. Okay. 
that I have gotten my certification. Um, and then I also studied with an independent school to become what they would call an indigenous naturopath. Okay. Um, so I have studied uh, extensively. I did see, yeah, that's why, yeah, we, I did see that. I was wondering what that actually was. Yes. Um, so shout out to ARNA, the Aboriginal Republic of North America. So it's an indigenous uh, government. It's, it's an indigenous tribal government. So I'm affiliated with them. And so, Interesting. yes. I'm Ooh. all about. I, I go real deep into a variety of different things, but we're gonna, um, we gonna have to put one of those uh, message. You know, how, you know how Spike Lee. I think it was Spike Lee joints that did that message. Yeah, that some came through like on a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. they might didn't do the right thing. But yes, it's all about you know just empowering Indigenous people, people of color, um, about their true heritage, their true history, um, yeah. and connecting them back to their roots. You know, we're Indigenous people. And we need to truly get back into our proper political status so that we can protect ourselves and our assets, mm-hmm. um, especially with all the stuff that's going on right now. So, like I said, shout out to my Arna family. Um, but, shout out, Arna family. Arna family, is that correct? Arna. 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 Okay. A-R-N-A. Okay, Arna. Arna family. Shout out to y'all <laughs> on the Wild Cloud Podcast. We appreciate it. Yes. So I studied with that institution, and it's called the Aboriginal uh, Associate. But, well, hey. It's called the Aboriginal Medical Association. God, I couldn't get that out. Ooh, that's, that's a tongue twister. So. Yes, it is. So, so AMA is the, the actual institution where I studied, and that's affiliated with ARNA. Okay. Okay. So they have their own institution for law, for psychology, for medicine, and, and herbal medicine, and just holistically healing the body the proper way. Hmm. So I studied in an alternative institution where we specialize in the melanated body. What does the black body need in order to sustain itself? Because it is a big, it is a big difference as I've been uh, yes. researching a little it's different. bit more. We're, we're genetically different from other you know, mm-hmm. groups of people out there. And so there is nobody out there advocating for what we need. You right. know, all of the standards out there are talking about other people, but not us. What does the black body need in order to maintain their melanin and their immunity? And how? What do we eat? What should we be abstaining from? Right. Where should we be living to maximize our exposure to the elements? Because we need the sun. Yeah. And, and all of these different things to keep us vibing like we're supposed to. So right. those are the things that I studied in my alternative institution that I would have never learned had I went to med school because I battled with that decision as well. Okay. But that's I, another story. Because I, have, yeah, I, cause I haven't even about talked that. about how I went vegan. So Okay. That's good. <laughs> hey, you know what? Uh, we just introduced something yesterday. Uh, Mr. Wintour, uh, he was our first... Uh, uh, we presented you first on back backstage look. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so what's this one? Backstage look is um, Wild Cloud Podcast presents the backstage look, and that's just um, a lot of people that we were going to interview and things like that. It just kind of give a little bit of a backstory about you. So that would be something I would put on backstage gotcha. look. Yeah. So uh, that that would be fun. Yeah. So like little little things like that. Don't give them too many gems right away, but just uh, <laughs> yeah. here's a here's a few diamonds. Little fun facts gotcha, about me. Gotcha. Yeah, I gotcha. yeah, yeah. But um, I like that. So, yeah, so after, you know, just continuing to study after I initially healed myself of the chronic constipation and different things like that, I would say in two, I believe I started in 2015. Okay. That's when I made the decision to go vegan because I had spent all of those years preparing for it. So over those years before I chose to go fully plant-based vegan, I eliminated my dependence on sugar. I eliminated my dependence on, you know, snack food and and cheese and stuff and not necessarily feeling like I needed those things. And so when I made the decision to go vegan, it was all already kind of easy because I had already weaned myself off of so much Hmm. and I was already kind of clean eating. Yeah, I kind of did a similar thing uh, where 
Uh, usually I just drink something hot. I drink like hot. It's just it might just be water or lemon mm-hmm. water or something like that in the morning. Uh, and then I don't really eat till usually about one o'clock. Yeah, that's and dope. And then trying to train myself to not to need so much so often. And I, I was listening to some other podcasts and they were talking about how uh, they were talking about fasting. Yeah, it's called intermittent fasting. So it's an excellent tool. I teach it. I advocate for it because I think we need to learn discipline. And then especially exactly. right now with what's going on currently in society. We don't know if the store is closed tomorrow. Can you actually hold up without eating food? So it's we'll like about that. you got to start training yourself to go periods of time without food. Mm-hmm. But we also got to start growing our food and doing other things right. to protect ourselves. So yeah. it's, it's a movement happening. And it's like mm-hmm. either you're going to catch the, the drift and, and you're going to get on board and start doing what you have to. Or you're going to get left behind. Yeah. And I tell people all the day, all, all the time, like, I'm here for people who are ready. I'm not here to convince nobody. Okay. But plant-based is the future because if you can you. grow it and you actually enjoy eating it. No one can take that from you. Yes, right. That's a big, that's a big, powerful movement for yourself. Facts. Very big, independent thing. So, so what was the hardest food to let go? I will say cheese. That's my hardest. <laughs> cheese that's was why the hardest I can't, thing to let go of. That's why I like I can't. Because cheese, I put cheese on stuff just because it's I cheese. Think cheese. I think we all are cheese lovers, but what yeah. what really like shocked me is that cheese actually has compounds in it that operate like opiate drugs. So oh, it man. keeps you addicted, addicted. to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Makes causes, sense. That's why everybody is like that about yeah, cheese. Everybody, <laughs> you know, I give up cheese. Wow. But you know, wow. I actually didn't like a whole lot of stuff to begin with even before I chose to go vegan. So it was kind of easy. Like I never liked bacon. I didn't care for sausage. I was never a seafood eater. What? So for me, it was really just chicken I had to give up and dairy yeah. and eggs. Oh. I did like eggs. But when I, when, like I said, I had prepared myself for this. So all of the study and the understanding was there. It was just take the step and do it. Right. And when I did it, it was just like, all right, we doing it. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's good. That's that's, yeah. that's a nice flow right there. That's, like I said, that's, that's how the discipline I got. You got to have discipline for sure. You got to have discipline for, for right. sure. So, um... Just give us a little insight on what your daily life consists of as far as, you know, self-healing is. Okay. <laughs> so, the life of Akila can be one way today and a different way tomorrow because I'm constantly shifting. Um, like, for example, I try to start my day with some type of hot liquid because, you know, drinking warm things really kind of helps loosen up mucus in the body and Hell helps to yeah. um, expel toxins. Yeah. I also practice intermittent fasting daily. So I typically don't even have my first meal until at least one or two o'clock in the in the afternoon, sometimes even later, because when you wake up in the morning, your, your digestion is at its weakest point. So you're not prepared to go and eat a, a egg McMuffin with a side of coffee, oh, some off. orange juice, some butter, some sausage and that egg. Like that's way too heavy for a digestive system that's just now waking up because you've been in slumber for, you know, five to eight hours. Right. So intermittent fasting is a great way to help build the strength of the digestive system. Um, and then also it helps to support your body's natural desire to eliminate toxins in the morning. Mm-hmm. So when you flush and drink water versus eating, it, it kind of helps stimulate the removal of toxin buildup. So I practice intermittent fasting. I do a lot of juicing. Um, and actually my body is kind of shifting and my needs are shifting. And as a part of my continued growth and elevation, spirits kind of just been in my ear, like, you know, you really need to go raw vegan, right? Like mm. now it's time for you to level up. I will have my five year anniversary of being fully plant-based in July. 
So Ooh, I've been doing this for five years. Thank you. Yeah. But spirit, like, all right, sis, turn up. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. kinda, it's time to move up a right. step. So I've been kind of fighting it, I'm going to be honest, because I love cooking okay. and I love food and I'm really good at it. But it's like my body is starting to just be turned off by even cooked vegan food. It's yeah. like it don't respond so well to it. So wow, level up. So I'm definitely kind of in a transition right now to to become fully raw vegan or at least 80% raw vegan. So stay tuned on that journey. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested real quick. I don't, I'm going to catch up. Um, fitness wise. Fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, for working out. I've, I've seen you with your trampoline. Yes. Uh, what other kind of things do you do and how does um, your intermittent, your intermittent, in, I can't even get the word intermittent. out. Intermittent fasting. <laughs> Thank you. How does that go as far as uh, for you working out? Because I know so, sometimes energy could be. Actually, my energy levels in the morning are pretty good. My body's so used to not eating until that time. Like I literally, I'm not hungry. Okay. So I don't make myself eat if I'm not hungry. That's one of the big things that I stress to people it doesn't matter what diet you're on. If you're not hungry, just because it's 12 o'clock and they say it's lunchtime, doesn't don't eat. eat. Like, don't, yeah. that doesn't mean you have to eat. If you're not hungry, don't eat. So, and when I wake up in the morning, there are days when I wake up hungry and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. damn, well, what did I do in my sleep? Because I'm hungry. <laughs> so, I might have to eat some fruit or something early in the morning. But nine times out of ten, I, I just dry fast. I don't even take in liquid sometimes. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, my, my fitness now, I, I'll be honest and tell you guys. When it comes to, the, to the, the vegan food, the recipes, the cooking, I got you. But exercise has always been a challenge for me. Um, I don't like going to the gym. I'm going to be honest. I don't. Okay. Um, so I had to bring the gym to me. Um, and I had to buy things that I could have in my house that I could use every day. So I bought something called a rebounder. It looks like a trampoline. It's a rebounder. You get on it five, ten minutes a day. It's a full body workout. It helps to stimulate circulation. It moves your lymphatic system. So it really helps tone and and to help you kind of burn calories. So I get on that thing. And then I just bought me a bike. So bike riding is (laughs) excellent. Right. Right. Bike riding is an excellent way to work the core because you have to use your core muscles so much, especially when you're pumping up heels. So if you're really trying to get the body right, go get a bike. Um, yeah, the glutes too. The glutes, like, everything. You want pack. a booty? Go get a bike. Talking about putting it on the first gear. And nah, just like no. you, gotta, you gotta put it on like five or six and start word. going up some hills and stuff. And you gotta, you know, mm-hmm. when you gotta stand up and pedal, yeah. like that's that's when you start really working on those core muscles and the glutes and everything. Yeah, so, so, right. so bike riding is excellent. I do have a jump rope. I have a hula hoop. Okay. I dance. Like, there's a variety of different ways that you can get active if you're not someone who likes going to the gym, because I don't. Like, I have to have fun yeah. doing what I'm doing, and if, it's, if it feels monotonous, I'm going to check out. Yeah, I got you. And um, I remember years ago, probably about four <laughs> years ago, it wasn't that long, Brittany, Akila, I'm sorry, see, it slips, mm-hmm. it just keeps slipping. Akila oh has, um, <laughs> she told me that the reason people are out here acting wild and stuff is because they indulge in meat. Like, they eat pork and beef, so you are what you eat, basically. Right. You're going to start acting like mad. what you're taking in, a mad animal. <laughs> so, can you basically go into detail and stress how important that is to be to pay attention to what you eat and how that affects your attitude? Yeah, absolutely. So, at the end of the day, when you think about an animal being killed... They have fear. Even though we may not be able to conceptualize that animals have emotions, if you have a dog, you can tell that a dog has emotions. 
they get sad when you leave them they get happy when they see you so what makes us think that other animals don't experience those similar types of things well, that's deep. so when you think about a cow or a chicken and you're grabbing them up or however they handle them in these you know meat producing mm-hmm. factories Smack it, they're smacking it. them flipping them banging them upside the head or whatever it is to shock them so that they can kill them they are releasing hormones and adrenaline that's going through their veins and their blood and guess what when they mm. slaughter that animal and chop that meat up and then package it up and sell it to you do you think that they extract all of that stuff out of the meat no uh, so it's like like a shock it gets like a shock wave of yeah, adrenaline so you're, and everything so you're, you're eating all of that yeah that animals not only is it their physical blood and, and, and hormonal chemistry coming into interplay with yours but also the energetic residue of what they experience also mm. becomes a part of your aura I don't know if I like she make you, residue. She make talking to her, make your whole talk just make my face just yeah. turn up like, so it, it get rid of all the chicken in the freezer right now. Carrots, <laughs> carrots. And you know, and, and I'm going to just throw this out there because I've had someone throw this question at me. They're like, okay, well, you eat plants. You kill the plant. Don't you think that they have feelings too? And I want to comment on that. I heard that. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to comment on it just before somebody comes up. Right. So here's the thing. Yes, if you kill a plant, it's no different than killing an animal. That's why we're supposed to eat the fruit from the plant. Not kill the plant. Not kill the plant. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, can we eat green leafy vegetables without killing the whole plant? Absolutely. Like if you were to grow like your own fresh Malabar spinach or Egyptian spinach, you can trim some leaves off of it. And then it'll keep growing and it'll grow some more leaves. So as you're constantly picking from it, it replenishes itself. But don't go dig up the whole plant (laughs) and then eat it. You're going to slap the plant around on the table and cut it up. But that's what we do. But that's typically what the grocery stores are selling you when you're buying, you know, cabbage or when, well, no, not cabbage. Um, but cauliflower and broccoli and things like they that, or even collard greens. Like sometimes they're taking the whole plant, yeah, and they're 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 ripping it out, and that's what they're selling. So that plant can't reproduce anymore because you've killed it. Right. So that's something to just think into, you know, just think about, keep into that's, consideration that's that as you're eating thought. your plant foods, eat the fruit from the tree, eat the fruit from the plant, and leave the plant there. Not, so that it not can go yeah. cut off a leg. Right. Yeah, like of a chicken. I yeah. need to pick it off because you're gonna completely just destroy it right and it's there to constantly produce for you it's a symbiotic relationship you know we give back to the plants by you know feeding them with nutrients they need and they they provide us food right we need it so why kill the plant why kill the plants don't kill those plants no do not (laughs) let's get it going so um back to when you were mentioning like about the past and everything how how important is that in connection with the inner your energy levels your personal energy levels like because when i asked you were you like could you do it that week you were mm-hmm. like no i've been fasting my energy levels are off right so how is that oh yeah that was a serious yeah fast. so when i was fasting how many days so i did a total of seven days of juice only okay okay um well actually the first couple of days i did have maybe like two or three smoothies and then after that i just completely just transitioned to juice only um and when it comes to your energy levels, when you start decreasing your calorie intake. Yeah. That yeah. So when you start decreasing calorie intake, you are limiting how much energy your cells have to animate your body. Right. And eventually you can go into deficit 
where mm-hmm. you, you're, you're not taking in enough. And so your energy, so you actually have to start, your body's going to go into what we call ketosis. And that is when it starts to burn its own fat for energy production. Right. Okay? Yes, yes, yes. Now, and that's why people are so crazy about this keto diet, but I'm, I'll digress on that. Mm. So <laughs> when I'm in that stage and I'm my, my calorie intake is very low, my energy level is, isn't super high because I'm not taking in enough nutrients to fully propel my body. Right. And something as simple as sitting here talking and animating myself uses up so much energy. Right. And I'll start experiencing lethargy. I'll get faint, lightheaded because I'm using, I'm exerting too much energy. So I already knew it would not be a good time to do the interview because I wanted to have my full presence. I wanted my full energy to be here. And I wanted to, you know, just have my, my, my spark. Mm-hmm. When I'm fasting, the spark really isn't there because you're trying to conserve your energy. Just to main, just to, to maintain, right. Yeah, just to do just... regular things. And and I've done like, you know, water fast before. That's even more extreme. I was bedridden when I did my water fast. Absolutely. I was stuck in a bed. Couldn't get up. Wow. It It was hard to even just get up and go to the bathroom without feeling like I was going to pass out. Now, I don't, at the end of the day, I don't really recommend water fasting. Yes. uh, Um, Listeners, uh, don't do it. Yeah. But here's the thing. As, As a healer and as an educator... Mm-hmm. I have to try and experiment with things in true. order to develop a position around it. So I've tried dry fasting. I tried water fasting. I did a juice fast. I did fruit only just to be able to create and formulate my own, you know, hypothesis about yeah, is this exactly. going to work or not? And then what was the actual result of the experiment? So taking away from all of that, I think the most effective way to fully detox a body really is to just do fruit only. Okay. Okay. Fruit only is the most effective way um, to heal the body because a fruit hydrates the body in a way that water can't. Mm-hmm. Fruit also has a ton of fiber in it, so it's going to really help scrub and clean that intestines of yours okay. and really make sure that you are having regular bowel movements. So it then depends on what you, what what you actually eat and put in your body that's going to help sustain your energy levels. Yes, I think uh, hopefully. I- Oh, we answered that. We got this is so much good energy and information. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I, we could listen to this for a while. Juicing is more so just a quick way to flush the body with nutrients and, and hydration. So the reason why I decided, and honestly, it wasn't even my idea to do this seven day fast. And it was my first time actually making it to seven days. Okay. And this wasn't even my idea. I had started a 21-day wellness challenge just to get people more excited about being healthy and trying new things to, you know, just learn. And a member of the group was like, I want to do a seven-day smoothie cleanse or something like that. And she was looking for advice. So I was like, well, my best advice is don't do it alone. Have someone that you can go through this journey with. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. I'll do it with you. So I just joined in. And it started as, like I said, I did smoothies for like the first day or two. And then after that, I was like, all right. I'm going on straight juice, and I did grapefruit. I just did grapefruits and key limes. I love some grapefruit. Um, yeah, that was like my main food for mm-hmm. the, the rest of that fast. That's that's interesting. How, wow. how much juice would that be? Like, did you drink? So, like so I was getting these big old bags of grapefruits um, from where is it? Sam's. They okay. were like eight dollars a bag, and one bag was enough to last me a whole day. Okay. So. Whoa, whoa. Just one bag? One bag was enough. <laughs> I was like, yes. yeah, okay. Right. They were so big and so juicy that only two of them would give me a 16 ounce of juice. Oh, okay. All so right. 
if the bag came with less sh- like okay i was probably able to get like three to four 16 ounces of juice out of one bag yeah, okay. and that would be enough for me to make it through the day in addition to drinking my water or my herbal tea okay so you did it for seven days mm-hmm. <laughs> I had lost wow. like 10, 10 or 12 pounds but i've probably gained it back since then wow. that's the only thing when you go on a liquid fast people get super like excited to see the weight come off but you'll gain it right back because you start because it's like a lot of the weight that you're losing is just like excess water Right, yeah. So it's not really like you've lost a lot of fat unless you keep going for an extended period of time. Like I actually have a client I'm working with right now who has a very um, high goal for weight loss. And she's actually doing five day intermittent fasting increments where she eats once a week and then she's fasting for five days. Oh, I actually was just talking to somebody about trying Mm -hmm. that. Because she know. has a, a, a very aggressive target that she's trying to meet. Okay. Um, and pretty soon we're going to go public and we're going to share, you know, her journey. But oh, I'm okay. super excited for this young lady. She's, really? you know, been very self-conscious about her weight. And um, she actually joined into my plant-based from scratch program and shared with me that she not only wanted to go fully vegan, but she wanted to lose weight. Awesome. And so, awesome. We, we're, we're working together right now and she's on an aggressive plan but she has the tenacity to do it and I'm there supporting her every step of the way oh, that's well I'm, congratulations to her I'm, I'm yes, happy for I'm her I'm excited yeah. for her she's already down I want to say 12 pounds so it's a, it's a big yeah. step just actually going mm-hmm. saying you're going to do just, it just, so, yeah. That, yeah, so yeah. that means that's a lot Ooh, life commitment yeah for sure um, let's see do you ever have any withdrawals about what Brittany you feet actually I, I have my moments where and this is why I stopped calling myself vegan because people can be really particular about titles I say mm. plant-based now because if I'm at the grocery store and I see a Hershey's milk chocolate mm. and I'm in the mood mm-hmm. I'll eat a Hershey's milk chocolate now I might do that once every three four five months yeah but that's about it I don't eat meat or anything like that but if it's something like that that I want and I'm like damn that candy bar just look good yeah i'll have that and so i i don't call myself vegan anymore okay mm. and, um that's a deep that's a deep twist are there any items that are good for beginners like transitioning that can make it easier for them to enjoy that would taste like home like yes. what they used to yeah so i would say first and foremost jackfruit okay it's probably a gold mine for <laughs> plant-based eaters wait i haven't never had it's like people they think it's me Jackfruit is actually a fruit, Mm -hmm. um, and it's a tropical fruit, but it has a very similar texture and look to shredded chicken. Yep. What? When you buy it in its unripe form, Mm -hmm. it kind of has a very neutral flavor, so you can really kind of make it taste like anything. You can fry it and batter it like little chicken nuggets if you want to do that. Jackfruit. Um, I use it all the time when I make my mock pulled pork sandwiches. Um. I'm just trying to think of what I've done. Yeah, I've Jack done um, enchiladas it, it with it. It threw me off before. When I first tried, I'm like, Brittany, you making roast? <laughs> like, really? no. Because it threw me off. Because like I said, she's she's a plant, she's plant-based. So I'm thinking, like, why she making, why she cooking beef yeah. for? Like, I know she ain't eating it, but most people yeah. who don't even eat it won't even they touch it or cook it. it. Yeah, right, right, so, right. But she's like, no, that's not, that's, yeah, that's Jack fruit. I'm Jack like, this fruit? That's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to... So jackfruit is one. Interesting. And then another hmm. one that I want to mention is cashews. Okay, I heard of cashews. Cashews mm-hmm. is like the holy grail of vegan cuisine because the raw, and I'm talking about raw cashews, not roasted ones, but okay. you got to get mm-hmm. them raw. 
they can pretty much be whatever you want them to be. Like I use them um, for a base for a lot of the sauces that I make, especially if it's a dairy based sauce. Mm -hmm. So when I make my vegan fettuccine Alfredo, yeah. I use uh, cashews blended with water and some lemon juice and lime. I'm sorry, not lime, lemon. I prefer lemon for that flavor yeah. and some sea salt and mix that with my vegan cheese pink, and stuff. The pink, uh, use the, the pink. pink Himalayan sea salt. Yeah. Himalayan sea salt. All and right. I, I create, you know, my fettuccine Alfredo sauce with that. Um, you people use it in raw desserts mm -hmm. um, instead of using like cream cheese like it it really can wow. be used in a variety of different ways so I would say more than anything those two things definitely are some excellent resources for people who are looking to substitute and I actually have a um, a free plant-based starter kit on my website where people can download this what's, and the, what's, that, what's the name of that uh, it's just called plant-based starter kit my website is awakeningtequila.com oh, okay all right and yeah, then you download the, the free plant-based starter kit. And I give you a list of alternatives okay. and, and different things that you can use as substitutes and brand recommendations. Because sometimes a lot of people are like, well, what brand is the good, you know, the good one to get? Yeah. So I've already put all of that in a guide for, for people really? and it's free of charge. So yeah. Well, that's a nice way to get started. That's, that's I personally, if I ever was to jump on board, I'm going with the cauliflower, the buffalo cauliflower. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a good one. That's, that's yes, a good one. Yes, that was one. I'm like, oh, I'm going to talk about cauliflower. Oh. So, okay, so I'm going to give y'all three. So, we got jackfruit, we got cashews, and then cauliflower would have to be probably like one of the best substitutes for fried chicken. I don't care what nobody says. Me neither. Agree. No. Me neither. Wait a minute. Hold on. I'm going to say I'm a little on. biased because okay. I don't like mushrooms. So a lot of people sometimes use mushrooms as a substitute for fried chicken, but I'm not a mushroom eater. Okay. And I don't do the cauliflower too often because it's, you know, it's it's not it's a non-melanated food and it's not really considered, you know, a non well, it's considered hybrid, right? Okay. So there's a lot of backlash on eating cauliflower, but at the end of the day, yeah. So okay. all of those things. Right. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I would per if when I have my moments and I want something crispy and chickenish, mm -hmm. then I'm gonna go for cauliflower because that's the best, the best Hold alternative. On, and all you is do is just chop it up. I actually have a vegan soul food cookbook on my website as well that has that recipe and in it's there. Good, yeah. Whoa. And everybody who's tried that fried cauliflower, what? they're always like, "Bread." Yeah. Like, like <laughs> when we gonna get a food day? Like, can, can we get some? Like, I got mac and cheese in there, all of that. I tried to make it at home. Look, <laughs> and I wasn't that cold. Yeah. I think I put too much. I coated it too much. Did you try to bake it? Or yeah. Fry it? Bake it. You gotta fry it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I tried right. to bake it. Cause you baked it before. I baked it once, and I know I let you try it once. Yeah. If you if you haven't had the try the fried, I haven't one, had the fried. One. I'm gonna have to invite y'all over one day. Okay. For yeah. A vegan soul food. Day. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Can we do we do that on backstage? I have look? A, yeah. Uh, backstage that could be a backstage look, look day for uh, sure. Yeah. You know, but we. Cause I I put my foot in that cookbook. Whoa. Because I was always Jiki, a cooker. Jiki cook. Yeah. I was bro. always a Jiki cooker. Cook. Yeah. So and this is one of the biggest things that I teach inside of my program, helping people transition. It's like. When it comes to going plant-based, it's not that you have to forget everything that you knew before. You just have to learn how to repurpose it. Mm. So instead of throwing away my, my recipes, I started thinking about, okay, what are all of the substitutes that I know about? Okay. Yes. What are the different textures of these substitutes? What are the flavors? And what can I use to give me the same flavor profile for this meal that I used to enjoy as a non you know, plant-based eater? And then once I started mastering how to use substitutes, mm -hmm. I could pretty much veganize anything. Right. Okay. So collard greens, my collard greens, I'm going to be honest, sometimes my collard greens taste better than people who put their little smoked yeah, turkey you, butts and stuff. <laughs> you, heard it, you heard it here first. Damn. And the oh. secret, I'm going to tell y'all the secret, is okay. liquid smoke. 
Liquid really? smoke. Really? Liquid smoke. I'm surprised how much that actually gets used in things. Liquid smoke. I put it in my southern style uh, green beans and potatoes. Yeah. To give it that little smokiness. Yeah. No uh, meat involved. And cruelty what's the name free. of that? What's the name of that cookbook? It's the Vegan Soul Food Cookbook. This Vegan Soul Food Cookbook. Mm-hmm. Soul Food Cookbook. I can't. It's on my website that. as well. Awakeningtequila.com. Tequila. I don't like that. I like that. We're going to have to try out some of these meals. Oh, I know some of them. I've tried oh, some of them. I, it's, yes. about my, it's my turn to go ahead yes, and try these. Exactly. That sounds good. Aquila can cook. But um, now that the fun part. Okay. <laughs> Drum roll. If y'all remember, she said she bought the grapefruit for one day. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into the cost. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so as, as the, I know me personally. I personally feel like it's just not as cost friendly as someone okay. who's eating. Me and and that that can go back to society. I'm a, real quick. They put the McDonald's in the, the ghetto neighborhoods because they real. know that they go they can't afford to eat and um Maggiano's and Kenwood yeah. yeah. But they can so, get them dollar burgers real exactly. Uh-huh. So that's why people. That's one of the reasons I'm sure people just settle for me because they can't afford to live the vegan lifestyle. Message. So can you yeah enlighten them on like it may not be as. sticker shock as you think you know I think it's a mentality shift that has to take place first because all of our lives we've been brought up to eat certain stuff Mm -hmm. and so when you're used to shopping for certain stuff that's just your norm so when you see something outside of the norm and the price is different you're going to automatically assume it's more expensive because this is something you don't buy on a regular so that's the first thing you got to shift the perspective now will I say that you may have to sometimes spend a little bit more than you normally would absolutely but are you some cheap whore or is your body a temple? You got to pick one. Mm, right. I like that. that was, okay. You got to pick one. Yeah, that's real. And you real. are what you eat. So if, if you are okay with the dollar menu at McDonald's, mm-hmm. then that's just what you oh, are. They, they want the extra cheese. <laughs> like, just, and the, the whole thing as well is like when you establish for yourself what your standards are, people are going to have to respect you and honor you in a different way. Even just like me coming here and you guys doing a wonderful job to cater to me. Thank you, you, Mr. Wintour. Yes, Mm -hmm. thank you. Like, I got some fresh fruit here. I got my raw almonds, my Mm -hmm. salsa, my my vegan tortilla chips, my water, my kiwis. Like, this this is goddess and God food right here. Right. This is nature's food. Yeah, you're true. Don't show up with no damn McDonald's in your hand. I'm going to punch you right (laughs) in the (laughs) face. I got, you, I got you a large fry though. You ain't want that. <laughs> no, I'm I don't. Good. You know what? And I used to love their fries, but I don't even like fries. No dog more. fries. I don't like. I don't like the taste <laughs> they fry, of fast Like if I can get fries from anywhere, I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna probably go to Five Guys. Yeah. Mm, okay. Like when I get real, on my yeah. Real like what when about I get Penn on Station, my fries, I'll go there too. But five, here's what five. I don't like about Penn Station. They don't put no seasoning. They on don't. They be dry. They just taste so. They don't put no seasoning. Yeah. They don't put no seasoning on them. So. As far as like cost though, and this is something that I teach also inside of my program, meal planning and meal prep. Okay. okay. So when you start planning ahead of time what you're going to eat, mm-hmm. and you start learning how to use your time wisely to prepare stuff ahead of time, then you can eat off of one meal for a few days and switch it up so that you don't get bored eating it. So you save money. Mm. Like if you put yourself on a budget, you can 
reduce how much you spend but you only spend a lot of money when a you don't keep track of what you already have and so every time you go to the store you keep buying the same stuff you already had mm-hmm. and you're like damn i forgot i had lettuce at home and now i got a whole nother head of lettuce yep. now guess what one of them gonna go back yeah yeah you ain't got time so anymore. right so it's just like when you are strategic about planning creating okay. a grocery list and being intentional with how you shop and how you plan ahead for your meals you can save yourself time and money, and, and, and I teach that inside of my program. Okay. Don't don't go to the grocery store hungry though. Man. That's no. what you don't do. Aren't, That's a setup. If you smoke weed, don't go to the grocery <laughs> store high either. They don't need I, a I, 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 I tell people don't go hungry and don't go without a list. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I have had moments on my own, and everything that I teach in my program has stemmed from a true life experience mm-hmm. from me. Okay. Mm-hmm. Going to the grocery store without a clue about what I want to eat. So I just sat in the parking lot for 30, 40 minutes just, you know, pondering. going yeah. pondering. What, yeah. what am I going to eat? Trying to put, Trying to put together a grocery list us. together. Or worse, I'm in the grocery store just rolling around looking at hey, shit. Yeah. Like, you don't have nothing in your car. What about, what? I'm just throwing stuff in there. Yeah, and this is how you start wasting money. Because mm-hmm. you're just throwing so stuff. Because you're just throwing just... stuff in there because you don't know what you want to eat. And then be mad you spend so much money and right. you get nothing. And then, right, you get home like, Trash. damn, I done got this, this, and this, but ain't none of this really a meal. Meal. <laughs> <laughs> I just bought oh, that snack. Yes. Yes, That's what I, I found myself doing. That's why I'm glad you said that because now I know what to do. Yeah, I, I usually go hungry prep. or I go where I don't have a list, so I end up getting stuff that I maybe sometimes won't even touch for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, I could have waited for three weeks to get that when I actually craved it. Right, right. So, um, (laughs) well, yes, Akilah, you have woke us up. (laughs) Definitely. Thank you. Well, waking Akilah, that's what we do. Definitely. I help people awaken themselves. Awesome. And just to let you all know, I'm I'm really, really, really proud of Akilah. Um, we've grown so much. Like, we grew up, the way we were were raised, we raised, we raised, we were raised, sorry, tongue twister, celebrating Mm -hmm. holidays. Eating okay. pork, yep. beef, I mean spreads. It, basics, I, I could probably right? go to her mama's house right now and it's gonna be a cake. Really? I already Facts. made the beef slice. Oh, really? Facts. I already made. Oh, I right. on, 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 on the, deck. On the I Saturday just, morning. I was just at my parents' house a couple days ago. Really? And it was, it was a cake. cake. <laughs> I can, it's, that's how we was raised. Like, and we grew up in a residential area. It wasn't like we had the worst life, but we didn't eat McDonald's every day. Right, right. So it's not like we had to resort to that, but we also weren't eating good at all. Yeah. Like we was, we was watching our mamas, you know, pack hamburger beef together. Right. Yeah. Throw a ham in the oven. In my household. Yeah. So. And mine's either. Well, we I'll say my, my dad was he's, a little bit, but he's picky. He's a picky. Yeah. My dad, <laughs> my dad is like the most pickiest. Yes. Non-fruit vegetable yes. person okay. in the world. Yes, right, right. and he's Very tried big. to go vegetarian before and stuff as a, as a, a younger man before I got you know hip to this lifestyle. But then I, as an adult, and I start actually observing what my parents eat, I would ask my dad like, "Now, how did you go vegetarian? Because you don't even like try to get him to even eat kale." Like, uh, not zucchini really? like he's what? no we ate so many different vegetables that's why i say like i always laugh when i hear people like man nah, nah i don't eat i don't eat these certain vegetables i don't do this certain thing i was like man i, I eat tell everything grow up see we ate just good. enough in my house my mama fed us vegetables but it was it wasn't a vegetable it was like just enough to be like oh he ate his vegetables like really? it, it was never like uh that's not that wasn't a concern if you missed messed up and didn't eat them she wasn't gonna chastise you for it type thing. So they okay. weren't important, but they were on your plate. Yeah, like, we had to, we know we had to incorporate. <laughs> yeah, cabbage, corn, 
canned green beans. <laughs> spinach from my mama. She know we ain't t- we ain't we ain't messing around. Yeah, with I ain't messing with no spinach either. <laughs> my daddy always got a can of mixed vegetables somewhere yeah. on his plate. Okay. But they are not just. It, it, even now, I still have a challenge trying to get my parents to get on board. You should see. They, they, they are a work. They, they are a work in progress. Uh, they, they still like canned vegetables. Yes. Okay. okay. What? So I'm said, listen to me. You can go there right now. <laughs> yeah. You are gonna get you uh, some ham, greens, potato yes. salad. Okay. Sweet potatoes, cake. You're going to get a nice little spread. Okay. Akila going to make her food. Mm-hmm. They going to let us know it's in there. <laughs> but they going to be like, I mean, you can get some of it. If right, I right, 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 right. But the, funny, the funny thing is I actually went vegan while still living with my parents. Oh, it was okay. hilarious so, watching that process. For the first couple of years of my <laughs> vegan journey, I had to deal with being surrounded by meat eaters and having to pave my own way and yeah, not and not fight the urge to eat chicken when they're frying chicken because it still smells good. Like at the end of the day, <laughs> I don't eat it, but right. it still smells good to mm-hmm. me. Oh yeah, that's that's tough. So it was like vegan, being vegan and just like a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, there's a little bit of a difference there. So vegan is completely no animal products ever, okay. and okay. it also includes lifestyle. Like you don't wear wool coats, you don't wear leather. You oh, know, is that uh, yeah, vegan. That's why I stopped calling myself a vegan because I got it was really challenging for me to make my life shift around that because I was on it for a while. Like, yeah, I had these look, y'all. I had these raggedy ass <laughs> boots, okay, that I found at Macy's and they were vegan, vegan boots. <laughs> no, 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 stop, <laughs> stop right now. If you I just subscribe, then listen right now, vegan style. <laughs> Boots. I've seen vegan purses. Vegan yes. purses? I thought they just called them. And all it is really is just pleather. Yeah, it's just pleather. But, but, they but, let now you know. that is, but now that veganism is such a thing now, they, they can label off. it as vegan, vegan and, and, and you know make more money off of That's it. That's exactly what it is. It's out on your marketing thing. tactic. It's a marketing But no, listen. Exactly. So I found these vegan boots. Okay. And I love these vegan boots. And I wore the hell out of these boots for years. All right. Wore them down. But because I could never find another pair just like them, I just wouldn't buy no more. And I would just keep wearing <laughs> these same ones. And my mom and them, everybody used to be You'll like, like Rick. <laughs> like, look, you really, you really need to get you some new boots. Yes. Like, you are too pretty out here to, like, look at, look at the and heel. And her mother, they lean to the side. They're like, and I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna just go buy something just because it's they're available. Not, not like I want to make boots. sure I like the shoe as well. Like right. I want it to look cute and the stuff I was seeing. I just how hard is that to it. find? It's hard. That's and I got tired of that. Good. I got tired of not being able to buy the coat that I wanted yeah. because it had down feathers in it or Gosh, the just... pea coat can't have wool. So Ooh. it was just a lot. It was just a whole lot, and I just eventually broke down. Like you know what? I'm not a vegan no more. Mm-hmm. I'm plant-based. Right, right. Wow. 90, 98% of the time, I eat vegan, mm-hmm. except for those moments where I'm like, you know what? I ain't had Flamin' Hots in five years, and all of a sudden, I'm craving a Flamin' Hot. Mm-hmm. And I'll go to she a corner store. Too. Yes, I'll go to the corner store. I'll have a craving for it. Go to the store and buy me a little bag of Flamin' Hots to eat like four of them, and then be like... I don't want no more. No, so, I mean, <laughs> you got to get that place where they can have much just because you satisfied your craving though. Yeah, because it's just like I, I don't even them. want the stuff for real, for real. But sometimes I do just be having those little nostalgia moments yeah. where I want you know snacks I used to enjoy, and that's okay. Like I tell people, like 
don't let this lifestyle put you in a box because it's a lot of people on social media who get tore up every day by labeling themselves and then when they don't hold up to that standard mm-hmm. they get crucified people chew them up yeah. people chew them yeah, up yeah, and yeah. i've seen it happen Right. People out here talking about I'm a raw vegan, blah 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 blah, and then she got caught eating fish while yeah. out while on vacation, right? And destroyed her entire, you know, foundation, her fan base. Everybody was looking at her real skeptical. I'm not gonna say the name <clears throat> of the person, but she had a huge following. She had millions of people following her on Facebook and, and on Instagram out. and on YouTube. Wow. And she was out on vacation and slipped up, and somebody got a video of her. Definitely eating some fish. <laughs> oh, she was right getting down too. Oh, and, that's terrible. And they crucified her. So I was like, that was a wake up call to me to own my shit. Yeah. And to be honest, like at the end of the day, I'm not here to sell nobody a fake dream. Yeah. I'm not Miss Perfect. I have my moments where I'm like, we're that human. candy bar look good. Yeah, we're right before we. And I want it. But yeah. I know how to detox my body and get it out and go on about my business. So. Yeah. I tell everybody, I, I do a. Uh, uh, I'm also a personal trainer too, so I always tell everybody like I don't call them cheat meals. They're, just, <laughs> they're treat meals. Just right. Treat yourself. Be regular. You know. You'll feel like. Yes. Um, I didn't say go eat a whole box of Snickers. I didn't see go eat the whole uh, <laughs> box of cereal. Excuse me, the whole box of cereal. It's like, but enjoy yourself. Right. You know, enjoy those it's little okay things. It's okay sometimes. Because I feel like, like in like in the back of the days, they would eat. Um, you know, that little candy treat you get would mm-hmm. be a, it would actually be a treat. You know, and you then, weren't going to get it in, yeah. in abundance, but man, I got just, this just nickel. Just enjoy it. Just live a little. Because yeah. I'm going to be honest, at one point, I got so wrapped up into this lifestyle that I really was somewhere in the clouds. And I forgot about coexisting and being quote unquote normal. Mm. You know, I would go all the functions, be looking at everything real funny, like, Ugh. what's in that? <laughs> yeah. You know, just, just being super extra. I mean, funerals. <laughs> we will be at funerals. She will be at the rehab. Like, I'm not eating that. Like, mm-hmm. come on now. <laughs> Baby, you need a plate? You need a plate? Nah. Nah. I mean, I just got to a point where you just cook ahead of time yeah. or volunteer to be on the cooking board okay. so that I can have some things there for me. Right. All right. That's, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely, definitely proud of Akilah and who thank she you, has become. You. Definitely. Awesome. Um, so before we wrap it up here, I just want to give you a little information on how you can connect with Akilah. Um, or matter of fact, I'll let Akilah do that. Yes, yes, yes. Nobody so, know better than herself. <laughs> so if you guys would like to connect with me and stay connected with the journey and everything, I do have an Instagram. It is awakening underscore Akilah on Instagram. On Facebook, it is awakening Akilah. Um, you can also follow my personal page on Facebook, which is Akilah Marie. And then I have YouTube, which is Awakening Akilah TV. So those are all the different ways that you can stay connected with me and watch the journey, get tips and tricks, you know, all types of different things to kind of help you along your journey. All right. Uh, Oh, and then website. Let me throw that in there real quick. Ooh, yeah, don't miss that. Don't miss (laughs) that. Come on. the website. So for those of you who are looking for resources, maybe you're trying to go plant-based, maybe you want to do a health reading with me, all of those goodies, cookbooks, it is awakeningakilah.com, and Akilah is spelled... A as an apple, K I L A H. All right. All right. So Thank you so much, Akila. Thank you, guys. And um, it's a wrap, you all. You you've been entertained by Poppy Rich and, and Mr. Ike tour. Hey, we were here. Yes. Um. Thanks again for tuning in. Make sure Waking you subscribe. Waking one more time. Thank you, thank you for joining us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Subscribe on Spotify at Wow Cloud Podcast. You can also follow us on Wow underscore underscore Cloud underscore. 
podcast. And um, thanks again. That's it. All right. Peace out, y'all. Hey, everybody. Follow the cloud.